Welcome back, friends and foes, to another frenzied fanfare, fact, fiction, and all-around foray into fun. I'm your host this week, Ethan, and I'm joined by... Who am I joined by this week? Let's see, I got Mr. Zach there. Hey, what's up, the king of alliteration? Thank you, buddy. I like your shirt. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. For viewers at home, Zach did a pretty big feat this weekend. Maybe he'll share with us later. Uh, Also, Jared, he also did the same thing this weekend. How about you, Jared? How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Good to hear. Uh, Last but not least, we have the oldest, the wisest, and the happiest. Jonah, how are you doing? hey A classic intro. Okay. Let's see here, guys. What do we got on store for this week? All right. Look down. Look down at your feet. You did it? What's under them? What's under that? Under our feet? Yeah, what's under that? Okay. Carpet. What's under? Okay, yeah, keep going. What's under that? Wood. Floorboards. Insulation. All right, keep. Oh, who just said that? Insulation? I did? No. Hey, oh. No. Jonah, you said it. What? What do you say? Earth, baby. Yeah, that's the one. All right. Million dollar question. (laughs) What shape is it? Spear. Is flat a shape? Hey, ding, ding, ding. He got it right. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, so. Hey, oh. It's, It's flat. Wow. Uh, yeah. Side note: In reality, it's totally round. But for the sake of this episode, I'm pretending it's flat. All right, boys. No, it is flat because Jared right. and I can attest to that. We okay. ran a race this weekend, and there was all flat ground, right, Jared? It was mostly flat. Mostly flat. There were well, some there little go. inclines here and there, but mostly flat. Yeah. Right. So th- my job this episode is over. Uh, you guys <laughs> already are convinced it's flat. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well. Let me introduce you, boys, to my new society I joined. I'm a flat earther, and I'm here to debunk all you globers. Whoa. Yeah, Did you exactly. actually join that? No. <laughs> okay, well, there goes all your credibility. Okay, yeah, but I did I did a little bit of looking into it, you know, and I think it's, uh, it's, it's interesting stuff. Obviously, it's wrong, but it's fun <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Zach, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the spotlight on you, buddy. Okay. Well, how do we know that the Earth is flat? That is a very good question. Um, is it? Well, because... Actually, we know it's... <clears throat> how we know it's flat. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's actually a... All it's right, very all hard... Right. Wait, wait, okay. Be- before so you that's very hard to how, prove because... How is it round? Uh, You're about to get a new member, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, I know, honestly. <laughs> The, the reason why I know it's round, okay, okay I'll yeah, give you the hear. counter argument. Let me hear that. Um, is because that. we have satellite photos okay. showing it's round. Okay. Fake. <laughs> fake. Those could be fake. Those okay, be fake. well, do we have ships falling off the side of the world, you know? I mean, Airplanes go we missing do. all the time. They do. They fall off the end of the world, bro. That's what we see. Well, <laughs> I guess right, airplanes right. can't go down, um, but it could be because of weather doesn't mean the world's flat. Yeah, that's it true. All right, we're gonna get. Then it's not. We'll yeah. get into all that, but let me let me just zero in. Let's 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 get some groundwork laid down here. Let's zero in on one experiment. So we got this one Greek dude, two thousand years ago, actually over two thousand years ago. He was a scientist, and he measured the differences in shadows between two towers, one in yeah. Egypt and one in Greece, right? And basically, like the sun was overhead of the one in Egypt, so there it was no shadow because it was directly above 
but at the same time of day, there was a shadow in the one in Greece. So he did a little quick maths, and he was able to calculate that the radius. He was able to calculate the radius of the Earth to a pretty good degree of accuracy for the time, and so that proved, you know, more or less that the Earth was round, right? But it's a big but. That same phenomenon with those two different shadow lengths, it could happen with a flat Earth too. So <laughs> it didn't really prove anything. Oh, he, I mean, he was right. You know, he did prove. I mean, nowadays we know that he proved the Earth was round, and he actually calculated to a really good degree the, the, how big the Earth was. But regardless, that could technically happen with a flat Earth. I mean, if you think about it, if you have a board, right, just a piece of wood laying flat, and you had two pegs sticking up out of it, you could put a flashlight directly over one of those pegs, right, and it wouldn't cast a shadow on that peg. But then the peg next to it, a couple inches over, it would cast a shadow, right, because it's at an angle towards the uh, relative to that flashlight. So that's kind of the same thing he observed, and the board is obviously not round. It's flat. So uh, mm. that gives some food for thought for flatter theory. In fact, there are a bunch of quote-unquote proofs and evidence that proves flatter theory. And then for all those audio listeners, I'm totally doing air quotes because this is not facts or proof or evidence. But <laughs> nonetheless, that's what they think. Okay, we're going to break it down. We're going to break down that flatter theory, right? Let's see what they really think. Does anyone, I think, Zach, you might already know it, does anyone know the basics of flat Earth theory and what they think the Earth is? A disc. Yeah, that's right. He got it. Oh, yeah, like a Frisbee. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's basically like a spinning disc, like a record, right? And yeah. the North Pole is in the middle of the disc, and they think the South Pole is a ringed ice wall all around the perimeter of the disc. Mm. They think that that mm-hmm. ice wall you can't get to because it's guarded by NASA, who don't want you to see the edge of the disc. They think space is just a massive dome of stars above us, kind of like an IMAX theater. And they think circumnavigating the globe, like uh, Magellan or uh, Christopher Columbus, they think that's just taking a big circle path around the disc, you know, around that record. Any guesses how they explain gravity, right? Because, you know, gravity works kind of by having things attracted to a giant mass so once you make the earth a disc it loses all that mass so you know stuff nothing would really be attracted to it but they still have a theory for it anybody anybody have a guess the disc is moving upwards oh my god wow wow hey we have have an honorary member of (laughs) well yeah that's exactly right they think that the disc just accelerates upwards at the same rate you know as gravity so that would mean that gravity is kind of an illusion, right? Because if you just drop something, technically that's everything around you is moving up towards that thing, you know, accelerates up towards it. So, um, yeah, that's one of their that's one of the theories. What about the day and night cycle, right? Because you know, if there's not a spinning Earth, then there'd be no day and night. But they still have a theory for that. Well, it's just probably the same as the stars, right? It's a it's an illusion. It's a projection in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, they have this idea where the sun is kind of like a flashlight. It's kind of like the needle on a record player, right? So the the disc spins, and then that flashlight only shines on one part of that record, like on one side of it, right? And as it spins, it'll light up different parts throughout the night. So that gives you one day-night cycle per 24 hours. So, I mean, again, they, they have a bunch of these things. Uh, another one is the fact that boats disappear on the horizon, they merely think that's due to perspective, and if you use a telescope, you can see them again. They think that there's certain location pairs in the Earth that shouldn't be visible with a naked eye if the Earth is curved, but yet those places are visible. 
uh, like if you look across a bay, there are some bays on the earth. Um, I don't have the exact locations, but there are some bays that, you know, using their equations, you shouldn't be able to see the other side of the bay because of the curvature of the earth, but yet you still can. Um, so there's a bunch of these, th these things. You can look them up. But every piece of evidence that supports a globed Earth, it has a rebuttal or an explanation from flat Earthers. And most of the time, it's just an ad hoc explanation. Their theories, they make sense if you take them at face value. But the moment you start to put any real thought or critical thinking into them, they fall apart. So my question is, how is it possible that such an archaic belief still exists today? That people still believe in this thing? Anybody have any ideas how that's even possible? Well, one hmm. guess would be uh, the contrarian people. Some people are just always going to go against uh, what they're told, and that can go into, you know, the government says this, I don't trust the government, they're lying. So a, a subsect of the population might fall into that category. I, I tell you what, Jonah, I honestly am starting to think that you're unironically a flat earther. That's, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> that's it. So... Yeah, th that was a trick question. It's not archaic. It's it's relatively new, and mm. like Jonah just said, it's relatively new because of these contrarian people. So, in archaic times, like you know, long long time ago, people yeah they thought the Earth was flat, right? I mean, at first glance, it it, it does appear to look like it, it could just be flat. It's kind of like an ant, you know, on a hot air balloon. There, the ant doesn't know he's on a giant balloon. He just to him it's flat, right? Because it's he's so small in comparison to the hot air balloon. But, like I said earlier, the Earth was already thought to be round some 2,000 years ago, before Christ. It was like 300 B.C., that guy, that Greek guy did an experiment, and they already pretty much knew the Earth was round. And then by the medieval times, it was a known fact that the Earth was a globe, especially with all that astronomy done, being done in the Renaissance. It wasn't until the 1800s, when one particular British doctor, he saw how fast the world was advancing around him, and he took a bit of a disliking to it. He's the one that wrote the book on Flat Earth as kind of a middle finger to modern science. Kind of that contrarian belief that Jonah just said. And then that whole Flat Earth theory, it just continued in small numbers throughout the 1900s. And then that's when most of those <clears throat> quote-unquote proofs were developed. But it wasn't until the 2000s that Flat Earth really took off. You see, this popularity of social media, it kind of got that wheel turning again. And those quote-unquote proofs were easily shareable as little pictures. And at first glance, they hold some credibility. It's easy to share a meme. It's easy to share a little pictogram saying, hmm, maybe the flat earth is true, you know, with some ad hoc explanation. But it snowballed, and as of 2018, this, fi this fact is from 2018, but still crazy, only two-thirds of millennials believe the earth is round, That, <laughs> which means... A third of all millennials were skeptical that the Earth was a globe, which is way higher. Wow. <laughs> that's way higher than it should be. That's that's a lot, lot, man. Yeah, it's a huge. But th that's the thing here, and this is kind of the discussion that I can have with you guys because we're all you know roughly the same age. But it's the double-edged curse of the internet. What's the age range of millennials? Uh, they're be they're before us. They're like eighty-one to ninety-seven. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, so Jenna, you fall in that category. But um yeah, yeah the, I I do uh, classify as a millennial. Yeah. And and apparently you, also as a flat earther. Are you guys are you Gen Z then? You're you're right on the cutoff. I think we're in betweeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
yeah, sociology has like not concrete lines, so we're technically in between a cohorts. So we're zennials, they call us. Zen, Gen Z and millennials. But anyways, um, like I said, it's this double-edged curse of the internet. And we all grew up on the internet, so we know about it. But it allows information to be spread faster than any point in history. But it also allows for information to be spread faster than any point in history. If you get what I'm saying there, it's the same well, thing. I get but what you're it, saying. It, it can Whoa. be used for I'm good or it bad. Um, it's Information, obviously, it's a powerful tool, whether it's used for good or bad. And in this case, I think it gave millions of people an idea based on faulty logic and science that the Earth is flat. Now, today, you guys hear flat earther, and you might think it's an insult, right? If you say someone's, oh, he's a flat earther, it means like they're kind of dumb. But I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. In my opinion, now, we're getting into opinions. I think the hearts of the true flat earthers are in the right place. Because they're skeptics. They don't take what they hear at face value, and they do their own research. However, <laughs> the problem is, the problem lies with their method. Scientific theories work because of peer review, right? They're scrutinized by other scientists to see what, if they hold water or not. But flat earthers, they think you shouldn't trust anybody else's senses but your own. So they can never be scrutinized by another party because they wouldn't be able to trust them. You see, science is, is kind of like a... a building a structure from bricks. The first bricks you lay are basic things, like things fall because of gravity. Water boils when there's a fire under it. You build a structure all the way up, placing bricks on top of each other's bricks until you get to the top of a tower, and those bricks you're placing are like quantum physics or, or rocket science. But flat earthers, they like to see things for themselves, and they use empirical data that they get from their own senses, and that comes directly from their philosophy. And so the issue is you can't see quantum physics with your own eyes. You, you can't jump straight to laying the bricks at the top of that tower, metaphorically. So they start from the bottom. And if each flat earther needs to see things with their own eyes, they can never build off of someone else's work. So they could never lay a brick on someone else's tower. They'll always start from the ground up, which is good for them since they think the earth is flat. That means their tower will never fall. But, <laughs> but listen, so, I mean... Flat Earth theory started kind of as a middle finger to modern science all the way back in 1830. And it still kind of serves the same purpose today. I mean, people who don't want to listen to big government or big organizations like NASA or whoever, they'll only trust the little man, which is themselves. And if you only trust yourself, you know, how much work can one man do? So, I don't know. It, it, it's In my opinion, it's, it's bigger concepts than just Flat Earth theory. It's kind of the whole, uh, you know seeing is believing type deal it's uh you know don't trust big organizations there, there's a lot of more uh yeah, metaphors in the whole flatter theory than just literally the earth is flat but w what do you guys think about all that i think it's fascinating i i would also kind of agree with your sentiment i think it's important to peer review and to question your beliefs in something rather than just you know that's what I was told or taught. I'm going to believe it. You want to challenge your ideas, and that's how you really help figure out who you are and what you believe in. So it's important to challenge those thoughts. Um, on the other hand, you know, I'm not a scientist. Maybe the, the earth is flat. I don't think so. But that's um, not really a very controversial uh, belief that it is round. And if you're just going to, you know, go out and tell people, I think it's flat you might lose yourself a little bit of credibility um 
especially with that one because that that's a, a very uh, popular topic that people yeah. uh, I think a couple years ago some uh, sports personalities and TV personalities kind of got into discussing that so it wasn't wasn't the best of look but uh, I, yeah. I think it's fascinating and like you said each answer that they have for why the earth is flat it holds up on its own when you start putting them all together it's like okay this story's starting to get a little bit far-fetched but each one right. on their own it's like okay like i that makes sense i could see that exactly yeah at face value each one of their own theories you know you, you look at it and like okay i could see that and then again you put any sort of thought you dig deeper and it just doesn't work especially when you connect them together it's like stretching a small tarp over a big area you know either you fail or the tarp rips so mm-hmm. exactly and and my one other issue um, with that is sometimes contrarians aren't ever going to change their point of view everybody says the right. earth is round they say it's flat that's it you're never changing their mind you could give them irrefutable evidence they're going to you know say boo hoo it's it's flat i just know it is and they can't prove it they're just going to have that thought as well and that's also not a good place to be in cuz you want to be able to challenge your thoughts you know humans evolve you want to be able to evolve right. your your way of thinking maybe change your stance on uh, opinions or thoughts or whatever you just want to be open to being able to to change your mind and i think just saying it's flat just for the sake of saying it's flat and never being open to changing that's not a good place to be at right but i i i i agree but like like i said you know where i applaud them is the fact that they are skeptics and they don't just take what they hear uh you know they don't just take science for what it is um, and just take it at face value. You know, they like to do their own research. You know, do their conduct their own experiments. It just they're critical thinkers in that respect, but they're and they're not critical enough, right? <laughs> they don't go the extra mile and really put any thought into their own uh, theories because if you did, they just fall apart. So, which well, yeah, it's kind of silly. I I agree with everything you just said. Um, one kind of interesting thought we could take this or interesting place we could take this so you said 33% of millennials think that the world is flat if we fast yeah. forward a couple years you know if we get to a point where 50-51% of millennials we get older we get into government well we start enacting policies based on a flat earth that don't really make sense for around earth i don't know what they would be but i'm just you know kind of talking yeah, out yeah. loud here as we go but now all of a sudden it, more and more people are believing one side even if it's inaccurate does that 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 would pose issues as well if we get to a point where there's you know 66 percent of people are contrarians they don't want to listen to the facts and now we have uh, you know environmental policies out there that are based on a flat earth and not for a round earth. Yeah, I would it's hope that that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I yeah, that's an interesting thought. I'm I would assume that. I mean, like I said, any sort of critical thinking you put into it, it kind of dis dis uh, gets rid of their whole uh, thinking base. So I but would not, assume not that for thirty three percent of millennials. True. No, yeah, what I'm saying is for those people, you know, 
if you put any sort of critical thinking towards what they're saying, what they're saying ends up falling apart. So I doubt that they would ever get into positions of power where in a position of power where their belief would affect their daily decisions. I would hope not because I'll be ridiculous. <laughs> no, it sure would. I just thought it was yeah. interesting to think about. Yeah, that's a great that's a great thought experiment. Tish, I know that you think the earth is flat, so what do you, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's fascinating. I mean, I've thought about it for a while, but it's, that's one of the conspiracy theories I don't play into because, like, like I said before, um, there's satellite evidence that proving the Earth is round. Um, there's a number of uh, factors. There's a million. There's a million things. Well, there's a million things. I mean, that's that's just one of them. Um, yeah. But I also think it's fascinating too that um, the fl- flat Earth society it's a real thing. And every year there's a convention. Do you know? Uh, oh I'm yeah. Not sure. Where's it held at? Vegas, I think. Vegas. Okay. Yeah, and then they what was wrong. it like an hour, a few hour long convention where they discuss like um, their values and why do they believe the. Tish, it sounds like you're covering no up dates or for being, or what. It sounds like you're covering up for going to one of them. I mean, I think I, you know, if I was in Vegas, I happen to be there at the same day, same time. I might check it out. Why not? I mean, I don't know if is there any like qualifications or requirements to attending one of these conventions. No, I, and I will say this about them. So, out of the entire population of flat earthers, there's a mix of the people you get. There are people that genuinely believe that. They have, you know, their idea of science. They have their idea of the proof and the evidence, which, again, they get from their own senses, you know, from their own eyes, from their own brains. Mm. Um, That's part of their philosophy. Another part of Flat Earthers, it's kind of – they're just kind of um, trolling, if you will, you know. They're just kind of (coughs) poking fun at modern science or poking fun at big institution. They don't – they could go either way. They don't really care or – Yeah, yeah, they're kind of memeing it. But more so, they're – you know they have some conviction to you know make fun of big corporations and then the last group is yeah they're just totally memeing it but yeah so it's, it's like the guy who runs for themselves. president and puts a boot on his head yeah yeah like that mm-hmm. so there's even within the flat earth group that you got different kinds of people and different thought processes but so i have one last thing i'll leave you guys with this um in my reading in my research the earth is flat relative to what you are so to us it's obviously not flat it's a globe it's round in fact it's not even a sphere it's it's more squished so it's bigger around the equator than it is against the poles but Mm -hmm. the faster you move relative to the speed of light the things the more things get squished so because of that Mm. yeah you, you see where i'm going with this there are some particles from space, some radiation particles. I think they're called muons or something. Who knows what they are? doesn't matter what they are. All that matters is they move so fast that to, uh, to us – I'm sorry, to them, the Earth is a disk. So <laughs> – So you bring up like the theory of relativity, like special relativity, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. basically, you know, they dissipate in our atmosphere. They don't reach the Earth or supposedly they shouldn't, but they actually do. Mm-hmm. That we Th- that we, is correct, uh, Ethan. I saw one one time. It was very fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, Jonah. No, I, so, I, I I couldn't even see him running so fast. He was like Flash Gordon. That's yeah. how fast he was. Yeah. Well, no, we, we we can measure them at the Earth's surface, right? And yeah. we detect that there's way more than there should be, and because they dissipate in the atmosphere. But basically, it's because in the in the time frame relative to the muons or whatever the particle is. They are dissipating at that same rate as they mm-hmm. should be, but because the Earth is flat, 
they reach the Earth a lot faster than if they would if it was a globe. So, I mean, mm. it's all relative. It's all relative. So, and and yeah, it's crazy. But so I don't think any of us shield. are muons. So no, <laughs> uh, none of us have to deal with that. But I hope you guys do think that the Earth is round because it is, guys. And if it's flat, then we could all die. I don't know, man. I feel a lot less informed than I normally do. I'm starting to think <laughs> it might be flat now. <laughs> I did try to. I did try to give some theories on what they think makes it flat. You know, it could work. It could totally work. I mean, other than but, the fact that it totally wouldn't work, but you know what we should do? We should go to a flat Earth convention, and then we should be the minority and be the round crew. Globers, they call. Yeah, Globers, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of Globers that go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, I hope you guys, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. And uh, stay globing, my friends. Woo. Globe life. Peace out. Bye-bye. Dude.